Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Geico presents Daily Affirmations. Repeat after me, we are filled with an abundance of joy. We are filled with an abundance of joy. Also an abundance of questions. Good thing Geico has 24-7 claim service to help answer questions and resolve claims quickly. Uh, good thing Geico has 24-7 claim service. We are also filled with an abundance of biscuits. We are also filled with, uh, I don't think it works this way. Oh, and jam. Don't forget jam. To manifest more Geico in your life, go to geico.com. This podcast of the Gamecock Central Takeover Hour presented by Firehouse Subs is sponsored by AAA Heating and Air. Attention homeowners, due to upcoming government regulations, the current energy efficiency ratings for HVAC systems will change. Current inventory cannot be sold after December 31st. As the year 2023 starts, customers can expect to pay an average of 30% more for a new HVAC unit that will meet the new government regulations. So what does this mean for you, the customer? There's no better time to purchase a new HVAC system. AAA Heating and Air must empty their warehouse to make room for the new systems. No deals will be turned down with their 15-year parts and labor warranty plus guaranteed financing they have made it possible for anyone to get a new system call today and enjoy your new home comfort as quickly as tomorrow but you can only get this special deal by calling 803-677-1500 triple a heating and air wants to give you their best deal possible on a new hvac unit but you have to call today 803-677-1500 and tell them you heard about this deal on 107.5 the game's gamecock central podcast Gamecock Central Takeover Hour, presented by Firehouse Subs, founded by Firemen with Pearson Fowler. Reaction Monday here on 107.5 The Game, and welcome in. It's the Gamecock Central Takeover Hour. Pearson, Preston, Chris, Wes along shortly. Chris Clark. Was your pick more about what Carolina did against Tennessee, or was it more about the way that Clemson had struggled this year? For me, it was kind of, it was a little more 50-50 as to who would win the game. Yeah. It was a little bit of a gut feel. It was a little bit of looking at some matchups going into the game. And Wes Mitchell. As we get Wes in here, what was your final score prediction? 29-28? I know. I normally go with, like, the football numbers, and yeah. I was just like, I feel like this game is going to be weird. Yeah. So I kind of tried to pick the weirdest number I could come up with. On the home of the Gamecocks. 107.5, the game. The game. Three minutes after 11 o'clock on a Friday morning. Happy Friday, everybody. Welcome back in. It's the Gamecock Central Takeover Hour. Pearson Fowler, Preston Thorne, Chris Clark joining us from a, uh, hopefully like your bed or somewhere where you're lying down still recovering. Uh, it has been an interesting week. I hate that you have been sick. I appreciate you giving us some more of your time as you try to recover um, are, are you are you mad at uh, South Carolina for doing all of this while you're sick, or are you mad at the sickness for making you sick while all this is happening? Um, uh, my emotions are a little conflicted. Uh, I, I'm I'm definitely mad at the sickness. In all seriousness, this is kind of kind of ridiculous. Um, just just no no good reason for this to happen right now. Uh, we knew this was going to be a busy week, you mm-hmm. know. Um, you know. Wh- my colleague, my partner in crime, Wes, on his honeymoon, which is well deserved, and I know he's having a great time, which is awesome. And but we knew this was going to be crazy busy, right? I mean, the transfer portal is still open. 
Uh, we knew we'd be right in the thick of the coaching search. We knew the coaches, you know, we're going to be out on the road recruiting. You never know this time of year what can pop up in terms of commitments or decommitments or things like that. Early signing day right around the corner. So, yeah, I mean, there's there's a ton going on. So, to fall ill at this time, <laughs> not not the best. Um, so, I've tried to rest, but it's been kind of hard because there's so much going on. Yeah, it doesn't seem like you've rested at all because you've still been churning out a fantastic amount of uh, quality information over on Gamecock Central, which we, of course, appreciate. Also glad that you were able to spare a couple segments for us today. Um, other than other than the sickness, um, I'd just like to mention that falling ill sounds like you're on the Oregon Trail or something. <laughs> you have fallen ill with dysentery or whatever. Had to, had to eat your party members. Yeah. Um, let, let me say, uh, sickness aside, because seriously, everybody around here is just hoping that you, uh, that you get well, that you get well soon. Um, outside of that, what have the last two and a half days been like for you? Oh, man. Well, we were joking about this when I just called in and we were kind of going over uh, the, the, these couple segments and what we may hit on. You know, wow. Um, it was kind of it, – it's been interesting from a coaching search standpoint for several reasons. I mean, coaching searches for head coaches, coordinators, assistants, they're always interesting in some regard, you know, kind of fascinating to cover. And sometimes the information – uh, comes a little bit more freely. Sometimes it doesn't. This is one where it has not come as freely. Shane, Shane Beamer is about as good as anyone I've seen. It, and I don't know if it's intentional. I assume so. <laughs> you know, at keeping things pretty quiet. Mm-hmm. Um, there's some information that we've been able to get. There's some information we've not been able to get. We've tried to be upfront about that. But um, it's been really interesting to cover because, you know, I, th- I heard from what you said, Pearson, that y'all were uh, talking about yesterday, I guess, related to Dowell Loggins, and uh, there was kind of a meltdown <laughs> in Gamecock country, it uh-huh. seemed like, uh, about the notion of his name being brought up. So uh, a good portion of my time in the past, I don't know, 48 hours has been devoted to, you know, not putting out those fires, but just, you know, answering questions about that and trying to run down actual information on that because in some ways that storyline kind of took on a life of its own. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it was really kind of fascinating. So yeah, it's been, it's been really busy with that. A lot of questions, um, monitoring a lot of conversation and, and trying to get some tangible and real, um, you know, information on the search too. Yeah. So we'll get to that. Were you asleep Wednesday night though? When the, when the entire city started to burn down? I was not. Okay. Um, and, and that was why. Yeah. Okay. All right. I, I, just, I would have been. I, I've yeah. never. Preston and I talked about this. That is that is the like the worst and the best time I've ever spent on social media. I think in my life, I, I don't remember a time when I have ever refreshed and searched and scrolled as furiously as I did cycling between uh, you know your insiders uh, insiders forum over on Central and Twitter just to get some information. I, I've I've you well the four of us have talked before about how sometimes somebody says something. It gets repeated. It's an echo chamber, and then it completely spirals out of control. I, I granted that there was a possibility that was happening Wednesday, but there was something else about it. Like you mentioned, it took on a life of its own. It felt a little bit different. So best you can tell and see me, you know, based on what you've been able to corroborate in the post that you've made on Central, it was based on good information in terms of Logan's candidacy. But how did it get from this guy is in the mix to people were expecting to wake up Thursday morning with contract details? That is a great question. Um, 
I'm not sure that I have an answer right now. Um, I have, I have more of a theory that, that I could share, I guess. Um, you know, there was some legitimate buzz about it on that night. And I think the way I worded it on the site was there was some industry buzz. And, and somebody asked me very fairly so on, on the insider's forum, well, what does that mean? And, and so some, sometimes I'll say things and have to kind of restate them because I've done a poor, poorly worded. Um, and that, that really meant that just some, some sources that we speak to in the coaching industry, and that may be coaches or um, people with ties to coaches or administration, whatever it may be, you know, that, that can look like a lot of different things, you know, mention the candidacy. Now, we, we never got to the point that Gamecock Central of saying, we've heard this is the guy or um, this is the lead candidate or this is happening. I think, and, and again, this goes back to the theory part, I think when you hear that a guy is coming into town or potentially in town, it kind of gets passed around that, well, th this thing looks pretty far down the road if you're bringing in a guy. And then that kind of just advances. And that's kind of my theory on it in short. And then, of course, because of what's obviously been a very polarizing topic um, and, and got a lot of negative reaction, people just kind of took it from there and started reacting to it in real time, mm. even even if it wasn't definitely going to happen. I mean, is Dow Loggins, was he a candidate? Is he a candidate? Was he? Sure. There's no doubt. I mean, you know, he was on one of our hot boards. Um, we knew that he was going to be a guy that was at least going to be researched, spoken to, maybe interviewed, something like that. And so I think it just kind of advanced and took on a life of its own. And that's my, my best theory. Um, could, could, now, could something have changed with his chances to get the job? That's also possible. You mean based on the reaction, um, Greg Schiano style? <laughs> no, it's not what I'm – not oh. – not, not really. That's not really where I was going. Like, because I don't want to give the impression that, like, Shane Beamer is planning on hiring him and then saw Twitter and said, "Oops, <laughs> no, I'm pulling the plug on that." That's, okay. that's not what I'm saying at all. Um, I'm just saying, like, could he have been a greater candidate at one point, and then somebody else came along, or Beamer, you know, knocked him down his own pecking order? You know, I don't know. Mm -hmm. But I am more inclined to believe that some of the information that started circulating. Um, maybe it just wasn't, it wasn't actually at that level at that particular time in terms of just how solid he was to, you know, to, like a lot to get the job. That's kind of what I mean. Yeah. Um, I have so many more follow-up questions. We obviously do have a little bit more time here. Let me go kind of rapid fire here as best you okay. can. Would you say that Dow Loggins at 11, 12, on Friday, December the 9th, is the front runner to land the OC job? It does not seem that way to me. Okay. Um, and I know you were trying to get a quick hitter, but I do have, I have to contextualize yeah, everything. Yeah. Um, it, it seems to me that if, that if he was definitively that far out ahead to have been the higher that it could have or should have happened by now, mm. um, and I also think that it's pretty obvious that Shane Beamer 
well, I shouldn't say obvious. It seems to me, reading the tea leaves, that there are other people in play, and that's something that we have to figure out um, along the way. You reported that uh, the the flight that the the Twitterati were tracking from Arkansas to South Carolina, which is just my favorite part of of crazy season, um, that yeah. Kendall Bryles was not on that plane. And I threw out, you know, what if Kendall Bryles was like on Zoom and he planned to bring Dowell Loggins along with him. And so Dowell Loggins was on the plane as just like a representative. And, you know, oftentimes offensive coordinators bring guys with them. Uh, what, to best of your information now, was it anything like that? I don't I don't think so. Okay. Um, I really don't. And, and the reason why is um, every piece of information that we have, on Dowell Loggins' candidacy for a coaching position on Beamer staff has been related to offensive coordinator, okay. not, you know, not tight ends coach. And to bolster that, you know, he's already a position coach at Arkansas, which is, by the way, his alma mater. <laughs> and, um, you know, he there there are some indications that if Kendall Wells ever did leave Arkansas, that Dowell Loggins may have an opportunity to call plays there. So okay. I, I think number one, no, I don't think that's the case. Number two, I don't think that makes a lot of sense in the grand scheme of things. Chris Clark joining us remotely. Really appreciate it. Still feeling under the weather, but obviously it's been very busy nonetheless with all of the news out of uh, Gamecock land. We'll talk a little bit more about the OC search, which may be wrapped up here in the next couple of days for South Carolina. A few other news notes as it pertains to players, transfer portal, recruiting especially, including a notable decommit, not a commit to South Carolina, but uh, enough tea leave reading to uh, have Carolina fans excited about a potential, uh, the potential of a... When you love riding a motorcycle, you want to ride it everywhere, even to a physical. Let's check your weight. Hop on the scale. Look at that. You're down a few pounds. Oh, yeah. Must be the new carbon fiber wheels. And when you love saving money, you want to save even more. That's why GEICO makes it easy to bundle your motorcycle and car insurance. I'm going to prescribe 91 octane for your engine knock, and we'll want to see you again in 3,000 miles. Kickstart your savings with GEICO Motorcycle. Bundle and save on the things you love. The World Tournament of Soccer happening in Qatar is finally here. And with all the weird kickoff times and all the other sports happening simultaneously, it can be kind of hard to keep up. So to make sure you're up to speed, be sure to listen to Qatar Kickaround for the daily wrap-up of all the action from the tournament. From the group stage all the way to the final, Andy, Lars, and Peter are here for you with recaps and opinions of what happened that day in Qatar. Everything can be found at thekickaround.com, the Cumulus Podcast channel on YouTube, or wherever you listen. Big, high-profile decommit last night. So a lot more as we continue on here on the Gamecock Central Hour next. It's the Gamecock Central Takeover Hour. Presented by Firehouse Subs. Founded by Firemen. With Pearson Fowler, Chris Clark, and Wes Mitchell. On the home of the Gamecocks. 107.5 The Game. 1119 Friday morning. Welcome back into the Gamecock Central Takeover Hour here on 107.5 The Game. Pearson Fowler, Preston Thorne, and Chris Clark here with you. Wes Mitchell still enjoying his honeymoon, as he should. Chris Clark, unfortunately, not feeling well. I uh, hate that for you, Chris. Seriously, it sounds like it's been uh, not fun at all, and especially a very busy week, but we do appreciate you making some time for us. Hopefully you uh, are just waking up, and hopefully you're going back to sleep after this. But we appreciate 
uh, some of your insight on what has been a very eventful week for South Carolina. A few more notes on the OC search, and then we'll get to a big piece of recruiting news potentially for South Carolina. But first, I know that part of the reason you wanted to come back is you just you can't stand when you have to go more than a couple of days without reminding people about the great folks at Integrated Media. No, you're absolutely right. Just thinking, I think about the guys at Integrated Media a lot because they do so many awesome things. So a lot of times I'm just going through my house going, you know, I bet Michael and Nathan could put a TV here or they could put some kind of surround sound system. And indeed, we are looking at some new options. They've been out to my home several times, been out to my neighbor Lee's home, shout out Lee, uh, has an awesome setup out on his porch with TV, wireless soundbar. I caught some college football action uh, earlier this year. Outstanding setup. They can do so many different things for you. Um, anything audiovisual in your home, wireless speakers, security, really whole home systems that they can just integrate and put all of that stuff really at your fingertips. So hit up the guys at Integrated Media, Michael and Nathan, his team, 803-948-8327. If you want more information about what they do, you can go to their website, integratedmediainc.com. And again, that's Integrated Media. 803-948-8327. One more OC question for you here, unless there's something else that you uh, specifically want to get to, but I pretty much staked my claim yesterday. I do not think the Dow Loggins would be a good OC hire for South Carolina. Uh, Preston and I lost an opportunity to have you and Wes check us because we figured that you would have a, a, a pretty measured response. What's what's your evaluation of that potential hire? Of Loggins? Yes, you know, I. So first of all, again, let, let me go back to something we said on the previous segment. You asked if I thought he's the leading candidate. I, I, he he might very well be in the mix still. I, I don't really have a good sense of much of any of the pecking order right now. I, I will say, I don't. I think if he was going to be the guy, it probably would have happened by now. That's the sense I get. But nonetheless, um, I think. Some of the stuff that that came out was a little unfair. I will say that. For instance, people were uh, pointing to the story that said he was voted the worst play caller at the NFL or there was some kind of metric. And number 31 was Kyle Shanahan. <laughs> it's like the guy right before him. So on that, on that same list. Now, you can say, well, Kyle Shanahan has gone on and, and had great success, and that's true. So I'm not drawing some one-to-one line between those two things. Another thing is, say, oh, well, his offenses were all uh, terrible in the NFL. And statistically, there's a lot of accuracy to that, but I think what people don't know, if you're just reading Wikipedia or looking up stats, true, but also, you know, talking to people, you know, who cover the NFL or talking to coaches in the industry, you know, he's with Adam Gase at multiple stops, and Gase was calling the plays the vast majority of the times. You know, so <laughs> whereas some people are saying this production, probably your better argument would even be inexperience, either at the pro as a play caller overall, is probably an even better argument. Just the fact that he hasn't been associated with great offenses or. Um, has been a college play caller. I think those things make more sense. And I think when you just put that up against the fact that you, there are, I was going to say you would think, but there are 
you know, proven um, or up-and-coming college offensive coordinators or pro offensive coordinators, you know, I think people are more inclined to want to see that. So I understood some of the backlash once his name came up, but I do think that some of the things that were said were unfair. And I think the the reaction in general was, it was strong. It was definitely strong. (laughs) And you think that one way or the other, this is likely to be wrapped up by Monday? I don't have, I don't have a great sense anymore for that, to be quite honest. I do know that behind the scenes, Shane Beamer, he, he hasn't tied himself to a timeline fully and publicly certainly he hasn't i do know that the preference seemed to be to get something wrapped up by this weekend will that happen i don't know Hmm. um that's always to me that's always kind of been an if possible thing to get something done by you know today tomorrow sunday but we'll just have to see if that happens See, Chris, this is exactly why we did not need you in the studio yesterday, because (laughs) we did not want measured, reasoned, responsible takes. We wanted all hot fire yesterday. So so we appreciate appreciate you coming in today and providing us with some sanity. (laughs) I do what I can. I I guess I'm not very fun, though, really. (laughs) Well, we we spent most of yesterday trying to decide if, if he gets hired, should we call him McDowell or Kenny Loggins? And we ended up calling him, I think, Mc, McDowell, Kenny Loggins. Uh-huh. And then I got confused. I forgot what his name was. Uh, Preston has achieved his end goal of giving me the yips. And now every time I say his name, I have to pause and make sure I... It's become it's become the new Jeff Heupel, Chris, is just calling this dude Kenny Loggins That's or right. McDowell. I, I can't remember what his name is anymore. Jeff Loggins. Jeff Loggins, yeah. Jim Loggins. Um, I, guess, I don't know, but that probably covers it. They want to wrap it up by the weekend. No promises. Um, I, I guess we'll at least probably have an update by then, and hopefully you'll be feeling better. So we'll get it from you then. If you don't have it on Central for all the subscribers before then, anyway, let's change gears just a little bit. We've talked a lot of portal and current player recruiting, pro, all of that kind of stuff. There was one traditional recruiting note that broke last night. Doesn't seem hugely surprising, uh, but Mazio Bennett, who is – what considered the best wide receiver in the state of South Carolina and had been committed to Tennessee announced last night on social media that he was decommitting from Tennessee. Carolina fans have gotten very excited for the implications. To my understanding, he is not committed to South Carolina, but is now available and is considered a, a big target for South Carolina. Oh yeah. Mazio Bennett's been, you know, a, a long time target for Shane Beamer and his staff. He got his first power five offer from the Gamecocks, obviously a, in-state kid from Greenville High. He's been to South Carolina, I mean, more times than I can count. Um, just, do- I mean, double-digit visits easily. Um, and has visited South Carolina more than any other place. And so they offered him, I think it was October tw- of 2021, and uh, had him on campus a bunch, built really good relationships. His sister attends the University of South Carolina. But along, you know, comes Tennessee with um, all the buzz that they had, the big numbers they were putting up on offense. And, you know, Mazio Bennett as a receiver, as a pass catcher, just kind of liked the idea of playing in that offense. And so, um, yeah, decommitted last night, attributed that to the coaching changes, which, of course, is Alex Gilesh, the offensive coordinator for Tennessee, taking the South Florida head job. But 
really, guys, I mean, that, that was certainly part of it. That was what was attributed to this by Mayhew Bennett. But I think South Carolina really took a door that was cracked and, and swung it wide open you know, earlier than, you know, yesterday or the past week. Um, I think South Carolina beating Tennessee in williams Price Stadium 63-38 to um, in November was an eye-opening experience for Bennett, yeah. for sure. And, um, you know, just kind of illustrated the progress where they're at. Um, and, and and so they're they're firmly in, in this mix here. I mean, um, he, he mentioned that that South Carolina, you know, he, or he mentioned rather that Tennessee is still going to be one of his top schools, mm-hmm. and they may indeed draw some consideration. But I think if you're if you're looking at a school that's in the driver's seat to land Maceo Bennett long term, I think you look right down the road at, at South Carolina for him. This being a pretty recent decommit and early signing period starting in what just like a uh, the twenty first, so a little under two weeks. Is he someone that's expected to sign in February, or is he going to make his mind up in the next two weeks? Well, right now, Macio is a 2024 guy. Oh, well, there um, we go. Then for, for the next <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right now, he's classified in the 2024 class. So, okay, cool. Um, would not, you know, as long as he stays in the 24 class. Okay, cool. Um, so no big deal. Well, I'll ask you that. I'll ask you that next December then. Um, long way away there. We'll, we'll, we'll table that. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Okay. Um, last thing for you, and I did not prepare you for this. But everyone's entering the transfer portal because that's just what you do now. Preston and I did this exercise last year. I've seen a couple other people steal Preston's idea, which is fine. Uh, in the last year, have you gone into any personal transfer portals? Uh, do you plan to make any transfer plans in the next couple of weeks as we sure. get closer to a new year? For instance, somebody said they entered the transfer portal on the real Christmas trees and are now into the, uh, into the fake. Or maybe it was the other way around, actually. Uh, th- those kinds of personal transfer portal decisions. Oh man, hey, you definitely didn't prep me for this, which is not atypical. But nope. I, uh, you know, I tell you, can I give one that I would like to do that's yes. not feasible? Yes, um, I would like to enter the social media transfer portal. Oh, good one. Um, I would like, I would like to be able to just basically turn off all of those, except for like the insiders forum. Um, yeah, that one's pretty good, but like. Twitter the past few days in Gamecock country. Uh, our, our Gamecock fans here have kind of been on one the past few days. So that's one that I'd like to take a little bit of a break from. Although, oh, I, I, have, I actually have my answer. Oh, good. I'll, I'm entering transfer portal from whatever this sickness I have is. Yes. I would like to get rid of this one. That's a good one. Yeah, illness. Yep. That's so 2022, 2023. No, thanks. <laughs> that's right. I love it. Cool. All right. Well, we do hope you feel better. Um, you have a weekend. Hopefully, where nothing happens, hopefully you can just sleep. Hopefully, we'll be talking to you on Monday. I don't know when we'll see Wes again. He may just decide to move to whatever tropical paradise he's in right now to avoid the firestorm that has been this past <laughs> week. But uh, we may all be together again soon. Uh, just just get some rest, man. Thanks for everything you do. Appreciate you guys. Thanks be good, man. That's Chris Clark. Hope to talk to him well, recovered next week so we can get more poo-pooing of our fun ideas about Kenny Loggins. Did you change your mind, Preston? I'm I'm always willing to listen. I'm always willing to listen. Are you more or less inspired by the offensive track record since he wasn't even calling the plays? <laughs> That's a wrinkle that I hadn't considered. And uh <laughs> I, 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 He was on bad offenses and he didn't call the plays. Yeah, I don't and I'm not sure what that means. It makes the resume more Yeah, yeah, we were bad, but it wasn't me. 
I don't know. I don't know what to do with that information, but that is that is a piece of information, and we'll use it. And it may not matter. Monday we might be talking about a different guy entirely. 803-404-6100, Love Chevy phone line, Firehouse Subs text line, Twitter at Pearson Fowler at Coach P tweets. Follow Chris, even though he hates Twitter. Follow him at GC Chris Clark. Preston and I still have. Well, Preston has a big, dramatic transfer portal announcement. I've given one minor-ish one. I have another minor-ish one. Preston's got a good one brewing. Y'all let us know what yours are. A couple more segments here. If you want to get them in the Firehouse Subs text line or on Twitter, uh, make sure to format them correctly for bonus points. It's the Gamecock Central Takeover Hour. Presented by Firehouse Subs. Founded by Firemen. With Pearson Fowler, Chris Clark, and Wes Mitchell. On the home of the Gamecocks. 107.5 The Game. 11.37 Friday morning. Welcome back in. Pearson Preston here with you. Appreciate Chris giving us a couple segments today. Really bad time for him to be sick, but appreciate him continuing to turn out some good info for us. Gamecock Central, he's got a lot of it. Internally, they'd like to have the hire done by the weekend in terms of the OC. No promises at this point, and it's not definitely Dow Logan. So don't believe everything that you read. Hopefully by the time we talk on Monday, we'll know just because I'm curious. That's it. I'm curious. I would like to know. Um, We'll get to a few more of your personal transfer portal notes, plus a heroic comeback last night that I want to talk about. But first, Firehouse Subs, of course, the sponsor of the Gamecock Central Takeover Hour here. And quick reminder, we're going to be out on location at a new Firehouse Subs location one week from today. We'll give you more information as we get a little bit closer. But if you're on the go, looking for some food to pick up for lunch, for dinner, for whatever, first of all, text the Firehouse Subs text line and you'll get bounced back a link to the Rapid Rescue so you can order online. That's mobile. You can pick it up. You can order it and eat it there. You can do whatever you want. But it's subs pretty much on demand And if you're someone that is pretty indecisive, like I tend to be, and you need some help making decisions, how about their sub of the day? It's Friday, which means it's the Jamaican jerk turkey. Smoked turkey breast, pepper jack, lettuce, tomato, onion, mayo, jerk sweet mustard sauce, and Caribbean seasoning. Fantastic way to start your weekend. Uh, 10 out of 10 recommend that one. So go ahead, pick it up. Firehouse Subs, Rapid Rescue, or go into any of the 14 locations that are located around the Midlands. And we appreciate Firehouse Subs for continuing to sponsor the Gamecock Central Takeover Hour here on 107.5 The Game. Um, you want to hear a couple from the listeners, or are you ready to to clear out? And I'm not ready yet. Let's, let's, see, cool. let's hear some more listeners. Unnamed texter. Hitting the portal on powdered hot chocolate for Christmas and going with homemade hot chocolate. Okay. Okay. That seems like it's interesting. Uh, my wife and I were just having a discussion about that about that today and uh, all the various ways you can you can do that. Interesting. What do you like? Uh, I don't know if I've had a good enough homemade one to make me get off, get off the powder. Okay. That's fair. <laughs> so yeah, there, there's a, there's definitely a spectrum there though. Right. Cause there's the powder mm-hmm. and then there is like what I grew up on was basically a pot of milk with, with a uh, Hershey syrup. That's what my mom would do. That was my, that was my Nana's. Yeah. That's what we, that's what I did with my grandmother for sure. And I love it and it's yeah. nostalgic and it's good. I do think it's better than the powdered stuff. Um, there's like another level up too, where you're like melting the chocolate. Yeah. And I don't know if that's too far. Like, are we, have we gone too far? You know what I'm saying? I, th- I would say yes in general. Cause if you have enough time to like melt your bars of dark chocolate for hot chocolate, you know, like once a week or whatever, you probably have too much time or you like hot chocolate too much. Maybe I don't know. 
But for Christmas morning, if it's something you break out once a year, I'm cool. I haven't done that. I want to. Um, haven't done it yet. Mm-hmm. I want to. So I would say I, I fully support that. Just homemade in general. Like I have found myself uh, basically making croissants once a year. And it was something I said that I would never do, but I did it once. And then mostly my oldest daughter really liked it. And so I end up on the hook making those for her birthday every year now. By the way, when, when, when are you making bread again? Um, uh, probably tonight, actually. You want some? Yes. Cool. I can do that. I'll, I'll try to bring in some croissants, too. Uh, my daughter's oldest daughter's birthday is next month, so I'll bring in some extras. Anyway, I feel like something like that is fun to do once a year. There's this guy, oh man, and I can't remember his name. Um, I watch his reels on YouTube, and he 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 likes to try like national dishes from around the world. But he's doing like for the 25 days of Christmas, or the 25 days leading up to Christmas, like every day he's doing. This is the Christmas dish from whatever. And, and the other day it was a biryani from India, and it's like a, involved, and it's saffron, and it's um, amazing, like something like it's, it's. I feel like it's fun to be com- like not like a little bit unnecessary in making something like that once a year. I love everybody's rice. Whoever, whatever, every, everybody makes great rice. Is rice the best food? <laughs> if you said that, I would not be mad. Oh man, I love, I love it. it. Yeah. So anyway, hot chocolate. Oh man, I've had I probably had like one or two really good hot chocolates, but I went to a chocolate shop in Ankara, Turkey, and I had some homemade hot chocolate in a chocolate shop. And it was like, it was like a paper shot glass, but it was just like melted chocolate and cacao butter. And like, I almost needed a spoon and all I, and I'm a chocolate fiend. All I needed was that little like plastic or paper shot glass of it. It was unbelievable. If I could get that, I would do homemade every time. Yeah. I also had a, I was just thinking, if we get to the next one in a second, I had a homemade experience. I was in the country, Colombia mm. in the woods somewhere and apparently just we just walked up to this dude's shack and he gave us this cocoa drink and it was not good oh really i was (laughs) was so i wanted the powder (laughs) i was like oh this is cool because the surroundings was great and we had a little block of cheese and everything and it was just i wanted the fake stuff that's not how i thought that story was yeah i know that's really disappointing was it was there chili in it I don't, I don't know. Okay. It wasn't chili, but I do remember the cheese, and it was, it was, cool. it was a very obviously an interesting experience, but uh-huh. didn't satisfy my slob, slobby buds. No, that that's really disappointing. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like that's the one that could send you over the edge. And I know, like they'll do the spice, or like I guess mole has chocolate in it. I don't know if they actually do the other way around, but you know, like some people get fancy and do the cinnamon or the nutmeg or something. Right, I've seen that. Yeah, that might be the way to go. I'm going to have to experiment with that. So, unnamed texture, give us more info on your homemade hot chocolate. I'm very, as you can tell, I'm very, very curious now. Um, Jay says he is transferring from the name brand Lemon Lime Soda, the name which rhymes with trite, and he's going to the grocery store generic Lemon Lime Soda, half the calories of a Power 5 school, still all the flavor. Okay, good. And I, like, I love the calculus on this decision. Because sometimes you try to make that transition. You're like, you know what? I can save a little st- scratch here and get the, and it doesn't quite work. Yeah, financially but if, responsible. But if it works, then that's that's a great decision to make. I support that. Uh, Maya, I, I may have done this last year, so I'm hoping not to reuse mine. Earlier mm-hmm. I said TV. I'm just kind of out on new TV shows for a while. I need them to stand the test of time for at least a year before I invest my time because most new TV shows are kind of bad right now. Also, I, this year I have fully made the switch. I may have been borderline last year. I may have been considering the transfer portal. I've officially entered the transfer portal from all other eggs 
two pasture-raised eggs. It is... There you and I go. talked about this a long time there ago. There you go. I, I remember even asking you one time, I was like, there's so many words. I don't know which one is which. Mm-hmm. But the other day, we had an egg. Now, I, I still will, like, we were, you know, baking a lot for Thanksgiving. So I got cheap eggs because we were going to need a lot of them, and you're not eating them, eating them. Anyway, so we had one of those in the fridge, and we had a pasture-raised, which is mostly what we eat. And I cracked them both. They're side-by-side side in the skillet, and they do not look like the same food. One is, like, bright, pale yellow, and one is, like, a nice, deep orange. Mm. The only time I like the color orange, other than Halloween, I guess. Um, I just can't go back. Can't go back. And it's... I, I like to tell myself it's an investment in uh, in environmentalism and in supporting the people that raise their chickens the right way, uh, you know, for health and all those things. But more than anything, I've just... I've just spoiled myself, and I can't go back now. That's a good thing to splurge on. If you're going to splurge on something, even though I know the prices are going up on them, mm-hmm. but if you're going to splurge on an item, a good value item is to splurge on eggs. And uh, chickens are not vegetarian. <laughs> so if you see this, it says they're, uh, the eggs are from vegetarian chickens, like, nah, probably pass on those. Yep, no thanks. Chickens like bugs right. and grubs and stuff. So Yeah, C- like cage-free is not as good, like the organic, the vegetarian. None of that. Pro- I would say the only one I would just look at is vegetarian. Like, right. That, I don't know what that is. Yeah. But based on my research, uh, anecdotal and otherwise, pasture-raised is the way to go. And not a paid ad, but um, I do get mine from Aldi where they're notably cheaper than a lot of other places. There so that's go. that has been my big transfer portal for this year. 803-404-6100. We're going to clear out. You've been ruminating on this. Mm-hmm. You've been formulating. Mm-hmm. It's your time. Anyone else that has one? Please send them in. Please send them in. This is your last opportunity here. It's a Friday before the weekend. Uh, Heading into New Year's resolution season, your considerations for your own personal transfer portal as we wrap things up here after a busy week on The Extra Point next. It's the Gamecock Central Takeover Hour. Presented by Firehouse Subs. Founded by Firemen with Pearson Fowler. Chris Clark and... Attention Medicaid members. With Absolute Total Care, you can get access to a large network of doctors, pediatricians, and OBGYNs near you. And whole health benefits for your whole family, including mental health support, free after-school programs, GED testing, and more. Plus, Absolute Total Care members earn dollar rewards for making healthy choices, like going to the doctor or getting a flu shot. Get Medicaid that covers more with Absolute Total Care. Go to WeGetUSC.com. Wes Mitchell on the home of the Gamecocks. 107.5 The Game. Ten minutes in front of noon, Friday morning. Final segment of the Extra Point here. Slash Gamecock Central takeover hour. Day three with none of the Gamecock Central guys as we close things out. Pearson, Preston, holding down the fort for you. It's been a wild week. We appreciate you being a part of it. Has been a lot of fun. A quick update. Croatia and Brazil at Nils. Looks like this thing's headed into extra time. World Cup quarterfinals are underway. We'll know who's in the semifinals when we talk again on Monday. Uh, a few more personal transfer portals that we have here in the text line. A uh, quick programming note, actually, before I forget, want to remind you, men's basketball, of course, in action this Sunday. It's a doubleheader down at the Colonial Life Arena. Women's at 2. Men's basketball against Presbyterian starts at 6. But our coverage here on 107.5 The Game begins at 5.30. So if you're looking for a place to listen to it or the pregame coverage, one thirty for the women, five thirty for the men right here on 107.5 The Game. And also before I forget, because yesterday we were not even really laughing, but Baker seemed to be 
at the end of his career, three teams in a calendar year. He failed out of the Panthers organization. He was getting picked up by the terrible Rams. Uh, was this going to be his last opportunity to play for an NFL team? And, uh, oh, yeah, here's a 98-yard game-winning touchdown, not field goal, drive for Baker Mayfield. He's been practicing with the Rams for three days. Is this a huge credit to Baker? Is this a huge credit to Sean McVay? Is it an indictment of the Panthers? Is it all of the above? And most importantly, did Baker earn himself a spot on a roster next year? Baker did earn himself a spot on the roster as the third-string quarterback on whatever team he will be <laughs> okay. on. Okay, so people are I, – I don't know. I feel like NFL people love to overreact to something like this. <laughs> oh, my God. Look He's at Baker. Bad. I mean, the best, the best take I heard is that, yes, Baker was bad at quarterbacking, but no, Baker is not a bad teammate anymore. So, okay, I'll take that. Something that's so worth having around. Yeah. Okay, interesting. Yeah. I wasn't pulling against it. I was just a kind of – well, I, I was I was laughing maniacally, as I think Colin Cowherd was. He was. I, I think he tweeted right before that drive started. He's like, I, I really hope this happens just I mean, for entertainment I value. I mean, it would have worked. And that just happened to be a game I was actually watching because I usually don't watch Thursday Night Football. Mm-hmm. He did throw a pick on the second throw of the drive. Oh, yeah. Which was a terrible throw. I mean, it was terrible. <laughs> and that yeah. whole thing should have been just over at yeah. that moment. But you watch the highlights, the, the throw down uh, well actually i don't know the skoronic made a nice catch for him but he put the ball where skoronic I, I, mean, I watched it and I'm, yeah. there's no denying that I the touchdown saying, throw to, to jefferson was a nice he throw made a too. couple of very nice throws yeah it was it was it was funny it was like of course this is going to happen <laughs> after this dude's been practicing for three days he's going to start the rest of the seasoning throw like 10 combined picks but yes that one will be will be enough for everybody um real quick the uh, hot chocolate transfer portal person says he's usually basic He's going to try it with some homemade caramel, small amount of nutmeg, some marshmallows, and whipped cream. So Sundayifying the hot chocolate, which I'm all about. Uh, another unnamed texture says you got to melt the chocolate and the marshmallows together. That's okay. interesting. I don't really like marshmallows. I don't love them either. But I was going to say, what, they, what does that turn into? What does mar- what do marshmallows turn into when they melt just sugar? Yeah, I guess so. I think it's like corn syrup and I don't know They're maybe cool. some stabilizers. Uh, I never had them, I'd be all right. Yeah, yeah. I, I, de- I don't need marshmallows. If they're in hot chocolate, I get it. I would prefer the small marshmallows to the big one, I think. I'm just going to opt out of it. In fact, I, I'm going to opt out of whipped cream, too. If I want hot chocolate, I want hot chocolate. You ready? First of all, I'd like to thank all of the bars, all of the dives, all of the breweries, all of the folks who I've sat down and shared a beverage with. I want to thank my friends. I'll never forget the time in Portland in 05 when I was first introduced to you. I've shared several of you. I've enjoyed being a snob of libations. With that being said, I'm leaving the IPA portal. I'm out of IPAs. I think I'm leaving craft beer. I'm transferring to lights, blondes, <laughs> and the most basic of all beers that you can have at your establishment. Mm. It's been nice. It's been real. But I can no longer be that guy. I hope Jay Phillips isn't listening right now. Now... Preston, as your um, 
you know, internal mm-hmm. compliance mm-hmm. director of player development. Mm-hmm. I need to ask, was this, was this a slow and, and gradual deterioration of the relationship? Was there a traumatic event? Is this something, is this something that IPA can smooth over with you or is this done? Listen, anything can happen. You know, we want to take things day by day. They always have a special place in my heart. Memories I'll cherish forever. But I think it's time to turn the page. Go back to my roots. Mm. Where I started this. Sometimes people grow apart. That's okay. No hard feelings. I think it's over. (laughs) Um... What was the Jermaine Jackson song we played the other day? Don't take it personal. That's, that's how I feel like you're leaving IPAs right now. IPAs, don't take it personal, baby. It's going to be great. You've had, we've had a long, prosperous run together. Uh, I just just doesn't take, hit my taste buds the same. Okay. I found I found myself whenever I do go to go to have a, a drink or whatever. I, I found myself just like, what, what's your? Give me your lightest deal that you have. Hmm. And I don't know. So I so I'm not going to necessarily go. I'm not it's not like I'm going to start drinking Keystone or anything like that. Or, you know, switching to White Claw, not going to, <laughs> not going to Natty Ice or nothing <laughs> like that. But I'll still probably be somewhere. Uh, I'll have mm. the snobbish version of your light beer. So, so it's a taste thing. It's not. I'm tired of drinking a 10 percent beer and then I drink one and it feels like I've had three Bud Lights. <laughs> it's not that. Okay, it's not that. I, I'm opposed to that. It's just the, okay. the sort of the heaviness of it. I'm kind of over. Yeah, got to be in the mood for it. I think. I think that's it. Yeah, I've just found myself drinking a lot less beer since college, which is probably normal. Mm-hmm. But I still have a lot of friends that I, I have a lot of friends that are just like you know I'm just going to come home and have a beer. I'm just I don't, I don't have the appetite for it as mm-hmm. much. So I, I guess I'm. I guess I, I get where you're coming from. I know you've. You've heard some people's hearts. A few people here in the text line support you. I appreciate you uh, you bringing this to us. It's a safe space. Thank you. That's a big one. That's a big this, one. This is big. Yeah. Appreciate everybody who's uh, indulged us all this week with the serious stuff, with the silly stuff. It's been it's been a really really fun week. It's been an eventful week. We appreciate you guys as always. Uh, keep submitting transfer portal stuff to uh, to Jay's show just to see if he fields those texts. <laughs> In the meantime, have a great weekend. I'll be talking about a new Carolina OC on Monday. Enjoy the World Cup. Thanks for listening. Halftime show is coming up next. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.